Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been in the front Palazzo Podcast is in full effect. That's right. It's time for Christopher Deary and Michael Govier to bring it to you straight. Time to get into the value zone. Get in the zone. Value zone. We're going to talk about some players that are in that value zone, which means that they are outside the top 100 of the Razzball Player Raider. For the first time in Palazzo Podcast history, we are breaking in Razzball Player Raider. We hope you find this of use, and if you don't, well, too damn bad, because we already recorded this thing, and we can't go back and change it. Either way, Christopher Deary and Michael Govia bring you the Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Send us an email, palazzopodcast at protonmail.com. In the meantime, hit the Discord, it's free, and if you want to take it up another notch, go to the Patreon, starting at as little as $3. You can get exclusive inside looks into things such as... Secret stash. Who's the stash next? And toasty! Who's getting toasted? Who needs to be cut? Who's in the dumpster fire? And you need to say goodbye to. We'll talk about all that today and more on the latest edition of the Palazzo Podcast. It's going to be a doozy. Take it away, boys! You talk. Give me two. Give me two. It's myself. I am Michael Govier. He is Christopher Deary. And this show is the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's on Twitter. If you want to find the Discord, it's free. It all starts at the very top. Do you know what a pinned tweet is? A pinned tweet is the tweet that you pin at the top of your feed. And at the top of the Palazzo Podcast feed, two L's, two Z's. You talk. Give me two. You will find a Discord link. Free! We got like 55 channels in there. In fact, we just added a heat channel this week, dearie. It's brand new. And even though you've disappeared into the darkness entirely... Uh, <laughs> Dude, you just, I don't know what's going on. Oh, now channel. you're getting brighter. You just got super yeah. dark. And now, oh, there you go. Oh, oh, ah, ah. Yeah, I think when I move, it gets dark. I don't know how to fix these settings. I, I need an IT guy in this house. Yeah, we all need IT guy. But we do. We have a heat channel now. So if you just want to... It's not about the Miami Heat, though people started posting Miami Heat gifts, but it's supposed to be about the movie Heat from 1995 because somebody posted a, a wonderful post the other day about Heat the movie. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, we need a heat channel. It's a great film. Absolutely. Top 10 for me all time. I love it. I was actually just looking up if Gary Busey had a cameo. 
Of course he does, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. If we yeah. can raise three hundred and fifty dollars, we can probably have Gary Busey say, "Utah, give me two in two thousand twenty-two. Oh, how much is it? Three hundred? Three fifty? Damn, that's pricey. We need one of our benefactors, hey, Palazzo benefactors. If you're out there, could you please pony up this cash? Because if we could get that before he dies, I mean, he's not going <laughs> to live forever. He's no. probably 74 would be my guess off the top of my head. But Really? Yeah. Oh, he could be older than that, dude. He was, he played Gary, he played Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story in 1978. That was 42 oh, years shit. ago. He's 77. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's close. Poor bastard. We love you, Gary. Utah, give me two. That's the old version of Gary. He started to play this. I don't know if he's playing a caricature now or if he's just kind of saying, hey, mainstream media and the world today and celebrity and all the weird shit we do and we obsess over. I'm just making fun of it all. I, I could believe Gary Busey would do any of that. So who knows what he's really like, but you know, that's not for us to decide, is it? He's just being blowout, man. Now. Blowout. Blow out. Wow, dude. All right, anyways, we're live here. Me and Chris today have a show for you. It's planned out. There's a sheet and everything. And then on the sheet, it's called, uh, what is this one called? Oh, yeah, the value zone. So we're going to look at players that are outside the top 100 on the Razzball player radar, which is something we never really use on the show, but a lot of people use it as a comparative tool. So shout out to the Razzball people. And... I thought we would implement it into the show for the first time. We're looking for value, and the Rasball Player Raider doesn't play by the rules. It's not very cookie-cutter when it comes to how it ranks players. So mm-hmm. we'll look at players outside the top 100 that me and Derry think will be of value to you, some players that you could say goodbye to, or some players you might want to try to add. I don't know. It can go either way. I kind of left this open-ended, Derry. How did you think this was going? What was your thoughts behind this? Uh, I didn't think about guys that I could kind of give up on, but I might be doing some research as we're going through this to see who I could just, you know, let go, cut loose, cut loose. Could be time to cut loose, you guys. Oh no! There's hey. so many players to look at. Jesus. Oh, there really is. Yes, there's plenty of time, plenty of players. Uh, Chad from Twitch players. is here. Chad, this is your second time. Welcome back, Chad. You're our only Twitch regular right now. As of now, Chad is the official Twitch Palazzo peep. Congratulations, Chad. It's all for you. You run Twitch. When it comes to Palazzo, you own Twitch. And I appreciate that. He says, hey, guys, John Berti has been an immense value. <laughs> the only thing happening more often than him stealing bases is Tony LaRusa gaffes. hey But that is, is that value still going to be there with Anderson days from returning and Wendell right behind him? Well, this is something I've been mentioning in my Fantasy Baseball Confidential, which you could read every Monday on FantraxHQ.com. If it's got everything. It's got chock full of goodness. And I've been mentioning John Berti. Might be on a ticking clock, even though he's been incredible. He had two more steals last night. It's utterly, utterly just baffling and amazing and stunning. If you have him, you're in heaven. If you don't have him, you're bitter. It's making a huge difference, especially in Roto Leagues this season. Alone, he is just taking stolen bases to the top for any fantasy manager that has John Berti. I call it Berti. I don't know if it's Berti. But I'm calling Bertie. John Bertie. I, th- I, I think it's Bertie. This guy John has Bertie. seven. This guy has 17 steals in June. This is this is insane. This is just one of those runs that you see every single year out of somebody. You don't always see it in stolen bases, but geez, this guy was not rostered in many leagues, you know, the start of June. And then, then a lot of people started taking flyers as he had two on June 1st. And then it was just like 
day after day, one, 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 and then two, and then three, two again last night. I mean, it's great job. Unbelievable. It's helped out so many Roto leagues. I wish I had shares. Oh, man. I got to tell you, we at least have him in the tag team league that I do with Eric Cross. Got him for cheap, and he's been a huge bonus for us. So we needed steals. My only real regret is not having him in my main event where steals are my massive, massive hole. I've been dead last all year and way behind. He would have really changed the game for me. And Scott Jenstad, who's leading the pack in that league. Shout out to Scott. Great job. Great job. Yes. Shout. But he's the one who picked him up for a measly 13 bucks, and he's just given the first place team even more cushion in steals. And I'll never, ever get close to catching anyone in steals now. And that's just life. So he got it for 13 bucks about three weeks ago or so. And that's going to be one of the values of 2022 without a doubt. Great job. Uh, Jeff is here. <laughs> that was hey, Jeff, Jeff Whiteley. Job. Hey, Jeff. Jeff uh, Whiteley is our official Josh Lowe aficionado of the Palazzo Podcast. Baez values through the roof, man. I said this. We're He's on the heater. He's back. I told Deary at softball on Monday. Me and Deary play softball on our men's league on Monday. By the way, Deary with some great defense on Monday. A diving stop up the middle. Threw it to me at second base with the flip from his belly. Very impressive play by Christopher Deary. Uh, me and Chris making a decent, uh, you know, up the middle double play combo <laughs> right now. We're playing all right. Chris is playing really, really good. He even went to first base one inning and made an incredible snag scoop on a hot throw that bounced right into his glove, but he had to snag it hot and quick. So that's a lot of fun. But I told him that night before the game started that the Tigers offense was coming alive. But I think what I really meant, Chris, is that Javi Baez is coming alive. Yeah, you did. You made two comments. Uh, the first comment was Javi Baez is starting to come around and he's starting to you know put the ball out of the ballpark. And sure, he's still swinging at some bad pitches, but he's putting some of them in play. He had this looper over first base the other day. Yes, he's starting to come around. There was no way he was going to be this bad all season. The guy is a talented player who has some power. We'd like to see some more speed. But yes, he's had a good couple of weeks here. He's had a pair, you know, several, you know, two hit games. The other statement you made is that the Tigers are going to turn the corner and start winning, and I thought that was just idiotic, and I think you were just being a little excited. You're like, oh, Riley Green is here, so now the Tigers are going to turn it around. I'm like, well, they're going to go to Boston. No, you're wrong. Um, where are they? I don't think they're going to be amazing, but they were so bad that they'll be serviceable now. Where are they getting pitching from? Oh, I didn't say anything about that. Okay, yeah, well, their offense has been better. Their offense has definitely been better. But, yeah, Baez, you know, home run the other night in Boston, you know, just destroyed that first pitch there which was great. So he has started to turn the corner, which is good, which hopefully if the Tigers can turn around this offense a little more, he's going to give you some RBI values because he's not batting high up in the order anymore, especially with Riley Green there. So Baez, the value is there. Certainly go out there and try to get him because you're still going to be able to get him on the cheap right now. And I think he's probably going to have a pretty good June and July here. I, I look to see him hit anywhere from 10 to 15 home runs over the next month and a half, I would say. Okay, well, hey, I like what you're thinking. I like what you're saying. And uh, even though it might not work out for the Tigers, you know, it's tough out there. We're all trying to do the best we can. Get a job, sir! Yeah, well, they've all got jobs for now, but Al Avila might not have one much longer. And last night, actually, you agreed with me. My local Detroit sports video I mentioned, because the NBA draft was last night, and the Pistons had themselves a night. They got Jay Nivey, who everyone says is amazing, so I'll just follow the lead on that. And they also acquired Jalen Duran, who's supposed to run like a deer, I was told, by my insider. Shout out to Cody. Where's Cody at? Cody is my official college hoops insider because he was born and raised in Kentucky. And apparently everybody in Kentucky has to know everything about college hoops at all times. So I appreciate that, Cody. Thank you. 
But the Pistons had a good night, and we I was ranking the GMs that I trust. It really does start with Troy Weaver, the Pistons GM. Uh, Steve Eiserman is a iconic legend in Detroit forevermore, so we're never going to question him, and he's going to rebuild the Red Wings. He's already got a team that's in the finals right now for the third straight year, the Tampa Bay Lightning. He built that squad. And then you got uh, Brad Holmes of the Lions, who I actually I trust right now, and that's unheard of in any era of Lions history for our lives. And then last and definitely least is Al Avila, dearie, of the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, the other three GMs, based on the work they've done in the last year, year and a half, you, you know, you give them B to an A-minus type, uh, you know, grade in terms of making moves and drafts. And then Al Avila is probably like a D-minus. Tigers are playing. Two nines. Yeah, he's bad. He's really, really bad. So it's not your fault. You do the best you can. Uh, thanks for the questions. Baez's value's through the roof. He's on the heater, guys. Bye, 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 bye. He's he's going to go beyond the value zone now because everyone's catching on to it. I hope maybe you acquired Baez over the last week or you never dropped him all year, which is what I never, I never actually dropped him in all the leagues I drafted him. So I'm grateful I hung on to him because he's going to cash in. Just Bob's here. What's up, Just Bob? <laughs> he's been around a while. He's 32. You're talking about John Berte. John Berte. Look at his history. <laughs> John Berte. Look at his history, Just Bob says. Yeah, he's. I know Berte's always been around. It's this guy that you're like, oh, I might pick him up for a streamer, for a guy who get a couple steals here and there. Sure, but he's never done anything like this in his career. It's not even close, Berte. Chad from Twitch says, I fought with dumb Knicks fans who think there is no chance the Pistons pick could provide immediate value, but the Pistons are going all in on Ayton, and that roster is deep if they get him. DeAndre Ayton, that's the rumor, dearie. A lot of rumors that everyone's... No, no, no. It makes me think it won't happen, dearie, because everyone's talking about it so much. I, I know this is a fancy baseball podcast, but I think they need to go after Miles Bridges. Ooh. Isn't he a restricted take, free agent, though? I would say, yeah, but we can pay more. He wants to come to Detroit. Hmm. Charlotte, that would, we're not talking. We're not talking basketball. I could go. Why on not? Come on, man. It's fun. What's <laughs> wrong with that? We love. We've always loved basketball. Hell, you guys know out there somewhere. I don't know if it exists anymore. I actually, I don't think it does. We did a season preview on the 2020 <laughs> NBA season before we really. That was fun. Yeah, I think we had. I had Bucks Lakers as the final that year. The and the Bucks. Wait, who won in 2020? The Lakers won in the bubble. The Lakers won in 2020 in the bubble. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I just we're one year off on the Bucks. Oh yeah, okay. So we were one year off. The Bucks won the next year. That makes sense. I just can't stand when like the Knicks take over. It's New York bias bullshit when Knicks stuff takes over a draft discussion that no one they don't have anything of relevance to offer. So don't even just don't kowtow to this bullshit. They have oh, one bullshit. playoff win in the last like twenty five years. Like one. Yeah, series. I saw that stat. <laughs> one series like, win in forever. That was yeah. twenty thirteen. It was pointless. Yeah. Like just. Just show video of Rucker Park. We don't need to see the Knicks. <laughs> well, at any rate, okay, that's uh, all right. No more basketball talk, dear. He says, no, no more basketball talk by I any would, of no, you. I, I, I would love to talk about it. But. Oh, you would. Okay, well, you're giving me mixed signals here, dearie. I don't know what you want anymore. <laughs> I'm going to uh, just- timeline today. <laughs> oh, that's right. He is. Just Bob says Stevie YZ. Well, we just call him Stevie Y. Um, I don't know if you meant to type the Z or not, Just Bob. It's okay. Short timer. And get him while he's hot. Yep, that's right. Timothy, what's up? Timothy Michael in the house. Shout out to you, my friend. What's up, gents? Luckily scooped Baez off waivers in two leagues. Give me two. Utah. Give me two. This past Tuesday. Congratulations, Tim. You are a wise man. Well done. Maybe you've been using the Patreon to your advantage. Maybe that came up. Who knows? Uh, nice, Timothy. Nice, Timothy? 
What am I missing here? What does nice. that mean? Nice, Timothy. Nice, Timothy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, nice. Chad on Twitter nice says, Beaver. they like bagels too much to go for bridges. What does that mean? Like zeros? Is that what that means? Miles Bridges will cost too many zeros, bagels. Sometimes people call zeros on a scoreboard bagels. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. You guys I, you guys are all over the map right now. I don't know what's happening. Oh, Marvin Bagels Bagley. Oh, Bagley. <laughs> ba- yeah, I mean, ba- Bagley gives you some, some, some flexibility off the bench. Oh, my sweet heaven. You got to be shitting me. Marvin Bagley is going to be a difference maker on a team. Is that still a thing right now in 2022? Seriously? I just can't. No, he's he's going to be. No, he's a backup power forward. <laughs> that is correct. He's a backup power forward. All right, let's uh let's uh, move into our business because we got a lot of ground to cover. We got to move quickly. Jerry's got to go. He's got shit to do because that's his stat line. Okay, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, I call him like I see him. So when I do that, Jerry, that's what we call business time. It's business time. That's usually what we use, but in honor of friend of mine, Britton Allen, who had me on his show recently, which is called Three is a Magic Number. We're going back to this one. Streaks on the china never mattered before. Who cares? Wing drop, kick, jack, air. Yeah, so we're going back to Belvedere. I want to give you full credit to Alan Britton, who's a really... Britain. His name is Britton Allen. It's not Alan Britton. But for some reason, I think of Spencer Britton. Remember the quarterback who never played for Michigan? I don't know oh why God, it keeps coming yeah. up in my mind. Yeah. So he keeps popping in my head every time I think of Britton Allen, who you guys should shout out and follow. His show, Three is a Magic Number, is all about getting players who might be going into the top three of lineups around baseball and making you aware of them. I think it's a really... F- unique concept and useful to everybody because more plate appearances, the merrier in fantasy baseball. So make sure you follow Britton Allen. He's a really, really cool dude. I'm a fan. And for some reason I had this on a loop and now they fucked me. Uh, I don't know why things won't go my way. Why do people hate me? What's wrong? All right. So let's get into the business. I want to thank Mr. Darren Schaefer. Shout out to you, Darren Schaefer. Dear, you ever heard of a band called these arms are snakes? Yeah, I got them on a couple of Spotify playlists. They're fun. Yeah, he just did a tour with them. He's always been a big supporter of the show. He's an audio guru. So he goes around doing the audio. He's that guy in the back at the small indie shows you always see who's running the board. Yeah. And he just came back for doing a tour with them. So I want to give him a shout-out. He told me all about it. He says our audio is always very, very good, one of the best audios in the game. So thank you for that. A guy who knows audio. Hey, what's up, D. Mendy in the house? Haven't seen you here in forever, man. What's up, D? But Darren Schaefer knows audio, and I'm so glad that we got to talk for a little bit. I hope you're doing well, my friend. Appreciate the conversation. These Arms Are Snakes are an underrated indie band. They're kind of like a post-hardcore. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, it's, I mean, it's got some intensity. It's got passion. I wouldn't call it emo either, so don't call it that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, emo's always awesome, so... I'm always going to love emo, but that's always. just my two cents on that. Yeah. Emo You're gonna is lo- always awesome. You disagree. Well, I mean, there's got to be some shit, man. <laughs> well, nothing is universally awesome. Okay, you're right. Fine. But I just feel like emo should 
I don't. I always hated the term emo. It just. Why I know. Do we have to have I this? think that's what it, I think that's what it is. Like, because I think you and I were, you know, probably into a lot more emo bands before it really blew up, and then like when it blew up, we're like, oh man, all our all our all our bands got popular. <laughs> that's exactly how it is, and it's just a. It always bothered me, even when it was what it was, what emo was, what Sunny Day Real Estate. We we're going to see this fall in September for the first time ever, which is going to be incredible. But I never liked the term. It just seemed weird. It's just music. I thought it labeled it unfairly, but I digress. So thanks to Darren. Thanks to Nate Eck, Padres fan. Hey, Nate got me some inside dope on Manny Machado's injury. It wasn't as bad as it turned out after the fact because it looked nasty when he stepped on first base last week. And everyone's like, oh, my God, it's over. But this is a, a thing, dearie, that's happening a lot. Dalton Varsho, the weekend before that, he stepped on first base awkwardly, and he was limping, and everyone's like, oh, my God, he's dead. It's over. But it was just a bruised, it was just a bruised heel. He so, said one game, I think. Yeah, you're right. That's literally what it was. Wow, dude. And then, did, you, did you say inside dope? Did I? That's awesome. Yeah, you said inside dope. I don't know what I'm saying half the time here. I'm just talking. But uh, I will say that Nate's a cool dude, so I'm glad I got to know you, Nate. Uh, Shout out to KP. KP's always been a regular. We talk fantasy. We talk about Gangs of Youths, who are a great band. He went and saw them a few months ago. He shared, well, actually, last month, May. He shared his video with me. He's a really, really cool dude. He's a great Canadian. All hail Canada. I love Canada. And Kevin Clark. You've been asking me questions, and it's been good getting to know you. Thanks for being a part of the show, Kevin. Jason Gago. Jason, thanks for being a part of the show. Shout out to Jason. He's been connected with me as well. Uh, The Welsh. Is it the Welsh? Shout out to him. I really appreciated his post. He had lost his job recently, and he came clean about it, and he really opened up on Twitter last weekend, and I just thought it was very commendable. It was honest, and he was just keeping it real about his uncertainty, his fear related to it. And I think that's really cool, dear. When anybody can do that in the biz, especially a guy like Welsh, who's the complete package. Of course, if you don't know, and you probably do, he's the host along with Scott Bogman. Shout out to Scott of the In This League podcast, the In This League realm, which has a Patreon, and they're great people. And maybe right now is a great time to sign up for the In This League Patreon more than ever by going to InThisLeague.com because... You know, the Welsh has kids he's trying to take care of, and he's trying to do the best he can. He also does killer work. They do amazing shit over there. So why not support him if he can? Yeah, I mean, so many people do this as just a side gig for fun, and if they can get some funds out of it, that's great. And, you know, obviously, it's tough times out there. I mean, gas is over 5 bucks right now. There's food shortages <sighs> out there. There are people that put some great work out there. If there is a Patreon, go ahead and throw them a couple bucks, help them out a little bit. That's right. There definitely is. All you got to do is go to InThisLeague.com. Chad on Twitch says, Speaking of dead players, did anyone think anything other than season ending for Ty France yesterday? Exactly. This is my point. Everyone's (laughs) shitting their pants about... Freak out. Freak out. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was definitely the Gilbert Godfrey noise for this one. This is everybody on Twitter yesterday when Ty France... Ran into Sheldon Noisy. Sheldon Noisy. Hey, Noisy. And Ty France looks like he's going to be okay. He might miss this weekend. He might even go in the IL for a, a stint, but he's not season-ending. It's not over. So don't give me that. Don't feed me no bologna. I want a mamwich meal. Uh, and then uh, J-Rod. Shout out to J-Rod. J-Rod gave me some great financial advice a couple months ago. He's a whiz. And he's also really, really good at identifying elite rosters on one half of the fantasy coin. So... 
Uh, unfortunately, the other half is killing his fantasy squad this year. And J-Rod, I'm sorry for you, but uh, I wish I would have taken your advice. Tooken? Taken your advice on that financial stuff you gave me a few months ago because it might have saved me some real heartache recently. But, hey, that's life out there, guys. You win some, you lose some, you live to fight another day. And then uh, Eric Schmolinger, who's actually in my Dynasty League known as Dynasty Days of Summer, and we didn't know that. He started following the show recently and interacting with me, and then he realized that we were neck and neck, like one point within each other in our Roto Dynasty League. And he's like, oh, crap, I'm not going to share any more things with you. I can't do that anymore. He doesn't want to give away his position. So I'm glad you're here, Eric, but I understand that you can't share your position, but we still would like you to have involved in the show in other ways. Uh, That was weird. Then uh, on the Patreon, please sign up for the Patreon. we got 18 patrons right now. If we could get to 20, you could be 19, you could be 20 for as little as $3. That's right, three simple dollars. It's got some stuff like head-to-head rankings. I write things. I do videos on there that are exclusive to the Patreon. Like last night. I debuted something new, and I wanted to get your take on this, dear, because I didn't know if this was going to work or not, but I kind of like what I did here. It, it might be, look, some people might say this is uncool, but for me, it's about having fun and learning and getting informed all at the same time, right? Because if you can't have all of that at the same time, then what are we really doing here? So check this out. What do you think of this? Why is that not cool? I don't know. Just I a, think it's great. Yeah, it's just a dumpster <laughs> fire with some guys' heads. It's toasty, man. I like it. It's, it's fine, man. You're okay. You're not putting anybody up on crosses. Ooh. That crucifying. Wow, it's, it's just a dumpster fire. Come on, man. Great Everybody job. It's a good old dumpster fire. I thought it was pretty cool. Can you name those five players in there? Oh, my God. Who are these guys? Could be tough. I mean, they've all got their team hats on, but... Faces. Do we really know faces in this league, even though they don't wear yeah, helmets or anything? Yeah, that's interesting. Who are these guys? <laughs> no, that's Miles, that's Miles Straw. Is that Romano? Who is that guy? That's right. Yeah, that is right. He's really not played well lately. Jordan Romano. Miles Straw. Who's that guy in the middle? Is that Joe? Ad- that's not Joe Adele. Yeah, it's Joe Adele. I mean, okay, he's so already... That's Joe, yeah, that's, that's Joe very Adele. good, Deary. Three for three. Yeah, we're doing good. Um... That's not Dylan. Is that Dylan Carlson? Ooh. I don't know what people look like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Dylan Carlson. No, it's a pitcher. I will tell you it's a pitcher for the Cardinals. Oh, oh it's Flaherty. Oh, yeah, there you go. And then the last yeah. one. Yeah, it's uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> Very good. It's Dumbledore, also known as Craig Kimbrell. There it is. Woo-hoo! Oh, my God, that's Kimbrell? Yeah, look at him. He's a happy guy on the Dodgers. It looks like Max Muncy. Okay, I did okay. You did great. That was well done. You embarrassed me, man. No, he didn't. He fucking wa- killed I was, it. I was watching the Red Sox. This is this is terrible. I was watching the Red Sox Tigers game the other day, and I don't know why, but I didn't have any idea that Jaron Duran was white. Oh, okay. Well, hey, you're learning. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, it's I, not like you know him personally. I mean, how you can't know everybody all the time. I don't know. We don't all watch Red Sox games either, so it's just, okay. I was just, I was confused. Uh, all right, and then, hey, I love when people come clean about the confusion because it's a confusing world out there, damn it. And then uh, my Fantrax article every Monday, FantraxHQ.com. If you could share it with people who like fantasy baseball or just enjoy good writing, I think I'm on a roll there. There's so many nuggets in there. Something will be worth your while. The YouTube channel, please subscribe to it. And the Discord is free. I mentioned the link is at the top of the 
pinned tweet on the Palazzo Podcast Twitter handle, two L's, two Utah. Give me two. And then Reliever Recon is a great Patreon. I always push them. They're great people. Please check out Reliever Recon. They're wonderful people. And uh, that's pretty much it. Five-star review, guys. I hate to hate to push you guys here, but if you could give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, five stars is really simple on Spotify. Somebody rated us below five stars for the first time on Spotify, Deary, so we now have a 4.7 rating on Spotify, which... Is very sad because it looks it makes us look like shit. Unfortunately, in the ratings world of podcasts, and a in four today's is bad, mo- right? A four is bad in the ratings world. A four point seven is like a C, which is it so stupid. That's not fair. It's only legitimate if you have a thousand plus ratings, and it's like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty good. But when you only have fifteen ratings on Spotify, four point seven sucks. So if you guys use Spotify at all. Could you please click on it and give us five stars? Help us out here. Get us back on track. I know it's Kent. Kent is trying to take us down. And we need your help to stop Kent, the Fucking evil troll Kent. who's Fucking out to get us. Fucking he is, Kent, man. I know he hiding is. Under, hiding underneath that bridge, throwing rocks at the Palazzo fans. <sighs> it's a real bummer. So, And then, you know, the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, they make all the difference. They help the show grow. If you guys could please do that if you've never done that before. I know Android users, I don't expect you to do it because nobody knows how it works. It's all a mystery. The Apple podcast realm and being able to access it is this weird, weird battle going on between Apple and Androids. It's been going on for years, how they try to make both completely separate from one another. And you can't really connect with people as well if they have different phones. It's just stupid. And there's a it's a conspiracy. It really is a conspiracy going on. Yeah. And it's bumming me out. That is the yes. most ridiculous yes. piece of philosophical bullshit I have ever heard. Okay. All right. Thanks. Everyone in my family has Apple phones except for my wife and I. And my my <laughs> nephew was playing in the semifinals of his like rec league playoffs. And my mom sends a video of him pitching and I can't see anything. It's just all like pixelated <sighs> and blurry. And I'm like, I want to see how Connor's doing on the mound. But I can't Sending from an Apple phone over to an Android. It's so annoying. That is bogus, man. Come on. What does this world come to? I don't like that at all. Flawless victory. Yeah, flawless victory for the Apple people. They keep dominating. Pretty soon it'll be all Apple, and it's going to be over in 10 years. It sucks, but it's true. Uh, Larry's here. What's up, Larry Cornick? Larry, you're a new Larry to me. I know my other Larry... Larry Cardozo, I believe, is my regular Larry. My Tarek Skubal lover, by the way, who has not been pitching yeah, so great lately. I talk about him night. a little bit. Yeah, uh-oh. Ezra Miller with the Cardinals hat <laughs> in this picture. <laughs> I don't Go back to it. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. No. no, but we can throw him in the dumpster. Oh, sure, yeah. Let's just put Ezra Miller in a dumpster for sure. Yeah, I got no beef with that, Larry. Uh, I like where your head's at, though. Uh, Smalls is here. What's up, Smalls? How you doing, brother? Shout out to you. And Erdio, what's up, my man? Hey, guys, what's a reasonable play value to trade for Tatis right now? Thank you. Mm. Deary, what is a reasonable play for Tatis right now? He's taking dry swings. Another shout-out to Nate Eck, my Padres insider for the Palazzo Podcast. Did you know that if you are a season ticket holder for Petco and the Padres, if you're elite enough, you get to watch – the batting practice they take inside the cages. Like you, the players are basically on display like animals. I'm not kidding. And what? That if you're if you're a super duper season ticket holder, you get access to this area and they get to watch the players on the Padres in the behind the scenes batting cages. Interesting. Isn't that weird? 
That's yeah, that's goofy. But there was a video released that it was Tatis. He was taking dry swings in there. So I think he's coming back within the next Mm. two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's all going to depend how much time they're going to give him down in the minors. Um, Padres could use him right now. Mm -hmm. So what's a reasonable play value? Um, Let me think here. Uh, these are always tough when, like, because we have to think about every player in the world when you ask a question like this. No offense, we appreciate the question. It's just, <laughs> I'm trying to. It, yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be some type of package deal, I believe. I mean, I don't think you're giving up on. I mean, Francisco I, I'd, I'd Lindor. Like to know... Francisco Lindor. I don't think I'd do it. Ooh, okay. Logan Gilbert. I mean, a lot is going to depend on what type of what type of league you're playing in here and who's on your roster. Uh, Logan Gilbert, yep. Logan Gilbert, straight up for Tatis. Yeah, I, I would do that. Okay. Uh, what about a a closer like Edwin Diaz and Sonny Gray for Tatis? Would you do that? Yes. You would. Okay. All right. We're getting somewhere. I, mean, now. I, I just I just don't. It's hard to trust Tatis that he's going to be healthy. Obviously, if he's healthy, he's he's an absolute baller. Oh, man. That one's really yeah. tough. Yeah, that is a tough one. But that's we're throwing out a couple names for you guys. See if it works, if it sticks. If it doesn't stick, hey, that's okay. If you don't like it, then you can tell me to fuck off. Fuck that whole bitch. Yeah, that's me. I'm the whole bitch, okay? Uh, oh, he threw out some names. Ooh, okay. This, this oh, he thought it, oh, he was guessing if it was... This was the oh, guessing. I missed this. Sorry, on the uh, Toasty, which is the Patreon graphic for my Toasty players that are toasted. By the way, that was the whole point of that graphic. All five of those players to me were toasted. You could drop them. And he was guessing Edmund Carlson. Is that Paul DeYoung? No, it wasn't Paul DeYoung. We covered all this. So you got See, that one. It, it it's out. tough. It's, it's it was tough. tough. You're right. Uh, you guys plugging Edward Olivares right away now that he's activated? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You damn right I am. Woo! I've been waiting for this. I picked him up my main event last weekend. And I was di- I thought he was going to play Monday night. And I pulled him at the last second for Nick Senzel, who sucks. So now I'm playing Edward Oliveira's all night long. All night. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah, you can't go with Michael Taylor in that outfield of the Royals forever. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, Taylor was playing okay recently, but don't buy that. Don't believe the hype. You know, as a public enemy said. Yeah, you can't trust it as always. Can't trust it. It's it's youth. It's youth movement time over there. You know, once you can get rid of, once they can get rid of Whitfield and and Dozier, Uh it's it's, it's time to flip the script here. You're gonna get canceled. Uh, You're gonna get canceled here, Deary. Sorry, Jaron Jaron is Hispanic from Long Beach State. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how the world works. You're done. Your <laughs> I'm just a I'm, I'm a bald white man. I'm close to being the minority, which is probably good because we've ruled the world for way too fucking long. <laughs> Fuck that whole bitch. That's funny. Uh, I meant player. Who's the best player I should target? Yeah, well, I we gave you a couple names and that's the best we can offer right now. So hopefully those samples help you. But I don't think you can go. He said no to Lindor. And I might I would disagree with that because at this point in the season you're getting the same amount of games roughly from both players theoretically. So I would trade Lindor for Tatis as an example, but I wouldn't trade uh wouldn't trade Pete Alonso. I wouldn't trade Rafael Devers. I wouldn't trade any of the people in the top twenty just because of injury factor. Not because they're more talented than Tatis. It's just an injury issue, and it always will be. Right? Jazz Chisholm. Poor C.J. Abrams. He really deserves to be traded somewhere. He could play every day once Tatis is back. 
Uh, do we feel bad for uh, Abrams? Is it sad? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I feel I feel bad for people that have been waiting on Abrams, and then I'll be waiting. Gets the call, and then a couple weeks later, it could be over again. It, it's it, it's gonna fuck with the guy's mind. We talk about this all the time, going up and down all season, and he's gone up and down a couple times. Yeah, I'm gonna blame my uh, tag team partner, Eric Cross. Shout out to you. I love you. But uh, he was so hyped about C.J. Abrams. I wasn't feeling it, but I just I let him go. I let Eric Cross run free. And since Abrams has come up in four games, he's done nothing. There's been no steals, which is really what we needed. And I spent way too much money on him in my main event, which is my final nail in the coffin. I'm fucked. Main event's done. Light me on fire. Say goodbye. It's been a good run. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me this season. I'll catch you next year. $1,750 down the tubes. Appreciate it. Ah, damn it. That hurts to say out loud. Smalls, is Michael Harris someone I should be targeting in a 12-team keeper points league? If so, who would even Ooh. be a trade? See, this is, again, these are, I think these are challenging questions when you just say who would be an even trade off the top <laughs> of your head on, on a live show. I love you, Smalls. No offense to you. It's just we're doing a live show here, and I'm supposed to go, okay, uh, let's see. And I don't want to put out a name that's false either, so I can't give you an immediate answer. And anybody who does that, I think is being fraudulent and they're not considering what's fair to you. Cause I don't want to give you bogus info, but I, I definitely think Michael Harris is someone to target in a 12 team keeper points league right now. Absolutely. He's good. He's legit. I, I got some thoughts about this when we get to the value zone. I got, I got a prediction. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, then we'll table that small stick around. That's a teaser in the biz. We got a teaser on Michael Harris coming up. I like that. Jeff Whiteley says, best player to stash. And hey, fellas, what's up, Jasper? What's up, my man? We love Jasper. He's the man. What up, Jasper? Best player to stash. Best player to stash. Well, Jeff, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pull rank on you here. I got another Patreon coming up, and it's called Secret Stash. I'm not even kidding. It's totally true. Isn't that funny? Wow. (laughs) It's like you read my mind, man. I'm not even kidding. That's so fun. Okay, cool. So maybe, Jeff, it's time to sign up for the Palazzo Patreon. For as little as $3, you can find out who's in the secret stash. See that? It's a little safe with six heads in it. (laughs) That makes me laugh. I think it's funny. Is Michael Pineda (laughs) sleeping or is he just sad? (laughs) I know, man. That's that's like his main. I only took all their main face profile pics off Google, and his, yeah, his looks like he hasn't been sleeping well. I admit that that freely. Look at that Eddie Rosario beard. That's great. Isn't that perfect? That can't be real. It almost looks like it's painted on. I know. You're right. God, that's amazing. But this is the next graphic, and just because those six players are in the safe doesn't mean those (laughs) are the six players that I'm talking about. But they are. If you look at all six players there, you got Jesus Cesardo, Edwin Rios, Michael Pineda, Adbert Alzole, Eddie Rosario, and James Paxton. That's who that Boston guy is. Oh, so some Jesus, of those guys. That is Paxton. That is the big old maple. Yeah, remember him? He might be coming back by the end of July and August. Ooh. So just saying. The, I don't know if I'm going to talk about those guys in the article, but they are in that graphic as of now so that'll be fun small says fair enough next time i'll throw out some names thanks hey smalls please don't take offense we love you smalls we're we're with you we're not against you smalls you're my man you know that so please don't take offense smalls please don't ever take offense i just want to keep it real with you and be honest that's all 
Jeff says, uh, okay, I will sign up. Ah, all right. Yeah, you're going to be patron number 19, Jeff Whiteley. Woo! My man. All right. Uh, Jasper says, Baz. As a stash? Baz is already playing, if that's what you're saying. Unless you're talking about something else. And I don't even know what it is. You guys are just throwing stuff out here. Here we go. Jeffrey Dahmer's freezer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good there you go should be your next uh is that, article. Is that what that graphic Dom, looked who's like in Dahmer's freezer oh no it looked like a freezer it was supposed to be a it was supposed to be a safe it's a safe graphic <laughs> shit damn it no it's a safe all right it looks, well yeah, it looks fine <laughs> oh my god Dahmer's freezer oh man that's brutal thanks Bubba that's funny though I did laugh <laughs> Uh, Alzalay, that is a deep cut. I like it. Hell yeah, it is. That slider is nasty as fuck. So as soon as he's back on the mound, he's going to be a useful player for the Cubs. And I'm looking at him for the stretch run, for sure. No offense taken, says Smalls. Yeah, with the heart. Oh, okay, Smalls. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Nothing but love here on the Plotso Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Follow Deary, C. Deary, 1999. Follow me at MJ, Govier, G-O-V's, and Victor I-E-R. All right, let's get into leading off. Okay, so I'll make this one speedy because I want to get to the value zone. Get in the zone, value zone. Uh, the catch of the day. Boy, I didn't write a name down again. God damn it. Why do I always do this, dear? <laughs> I thought I wrote a name down. Um, but, you know, let's just keep it real then. Let's just keep it simple. Good. Our first catch of the day. I mean, Shohei Itani is a god. You have to, even though he's so ubiquitous in terms of his elite talent and an MVP for life, you still have to talk about what he did the other day in back-to-back days. Eight RBIs with two home runs, including a game-tying one in the bottom of the ninth, a three-run blast that I watched live, and that was awesome. Of course, they blew it in extra innings to the Royals, which is even more classic. And then the next night, he comes out and strikes out 13 batters on the hill in eight innings, dearie. So that's amazing. two home runs and eight RBI one night. And the next night, the very next evening, strikes out 13 in eight innings. Unbelievable. There's nothing else to say, is there? No, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't as high on him this season because I was just like, man, that like, what is the floor for him? That was that was but the main thing I was saying. What's the floor for him? What's the floor? And if this is the floor, I'm taking it all day. He's had a really, really good June. I mean, take away those the home run in the RBI days, but he's batting 289 in June, which is really good. So sure, he's gonna mm-hmm. strike out, but this guy just can do these things that just have amazing that three-run bomb the other night, and then you know, followed up with 13 strikeouts. It's just absolutely unbelievable. He's gonna have days where he's gonna frustrate you or he's gonna look goofy at the plate, but man, when he makes contact, he just murders the ball. So he's had a really good June. Obviously, first half, really damn good. 15 home runs, 44 runs, 45 RBIs. Of course, the Angels have completely fallen apart. You know, I Got really mm-hmm. mad last month, but he's had a really, really good first half after a slow start. So he's even got, you know, seven stolen bases. I'd like to see more more of that. I'd like to see him get closer to 20, but he's just a special talent. And I know you're in love with him. I'm not as in love with him as you are, <laughs> but yeah, he's just he's generational talent. And I, I just really hope the guy can stay healthy over his career because I think it's incredible for the game for a guy like Shohei Otani to be one of those, you know, premier guys in the league. Oh, yeah, dude. He is just so incredible. It's so beautiful. We're all crying right now. It's so emotional. I think Shohei Otani, and I just hear this in my head. Go Tigers. No, that's not it. What? Come on. Why would you think that? There it is. That's what I think of. Shohei Otani's at the plate. Shohei Otani's on the mound. 
He's a god. He's a god among men and women and all human beings. He's incredible. God, he's so incredible. Uh, we already mentioned John Berte, too. That would be clearly the catch of the day. He's on absolute tear. It's just absurd. And we mentioned Javi Baez was hot. So really, those are a lot of the catches of the day as of now. And they're people you need to know about who are on a roll. And if you're looking for one other name you want to throw in there, we should give credit to Dansby Swanson, dearie, who mm-hmm. has been playing well over the last uh, week or two. You know, he's got a 500 OBP, three home runs. Oh, God, I'm re- four, three home runs and two steals. He has a 419 OBP, but whatever. It's a great, he's getting on base a lot more. He's stealing bags. He's hitting home runs. He's scoring runs. That's what you like to see. So, Let's give credit to Dansby, who has always been kind of shit on because he was a number one overall pick. He's, he's turned into a really solid, uh, you know, player, a solid top, you know, one twenty fantasy player. I mean, he 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 gives you good value every year. Can we talk about dumpers of the week too? Oh sure, okay. Is. So who are the dumpers of the week? Yeah, we need a new sounder for uh, dumpers of the week. The best I can give you is just this one. This one always works for now, right? There you go. Yeah, who uh, who blew it on the prices right? Uh, Lucas Giolito has been an absolute dumpster for the last <laughs> month. He's been terrible. Absolutely terrible. That is it's so depressing. <laughs> Dude, I mean, what do you... He sucks. He's not even yep. sucking right now. He sucks, like, all sucks. season, basically. He sucks. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wrote about it in the Fantasy Confidential last week that his whip for the season was at 1.5, not for a stretch for the season so far. Yeah, it's one one five six five point four ERA. Him and Jose Barrios have been the absolute biggest disappointments. Even if they just had somewhat of a down season, I was like, okay, these guys can strike people out. They should be able to win a ton of games because they're on two good squads. These are all predictions I was making at the start of the season. I invested in both these guys a lot. If I waited on pitchers, these were the two guys that I was going after in generally rounds four and five. They both have been complete dumpster fires and have made me look like a fool. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Hey, I'm with you on that. Giolito, I would never have started this week. I wrote about it on Sunday night in the Confidential, which you can read on FantraxHQ.com. I said, do not start him this week. He's got Toronto. He just went to Toronto a few weeks ago, and he got torched. He went to Houston, and he got ripped. These are these are tough teams to pitch against. He's supposed to be an elite pitcher. He's supposed to be the stopper, and he's not. And I even supposedly through a side session the day before that Houston start where he's like, oh, I figured some things out. I mean, I adjusted my mechanics. Uh, that's bullshit. So he's truly lost now. So whatever he's even trying, he's tinkering now, which is a bad sign. That's panic, and it's not resulting in positive change, dearie. So you're right. Giolito is an absolute total buzzkill right now. It's not his fault, but, I mean, you got to take responsibility for your own actions at the end of the day. Anybody else who's a buzzkill? Mm, yeah, basically just everybody in my lineup. Oh, things are falling. Things are, yeah. things, are falling things, are, things are falling apart in my head-to-head leagues, and I just people are like, "Oh, I, I thought you know everything about fantasy, dearie." I'm like, dude, child, please. You can always be right. <laughs> Come on, dearie, you gotta pump yourself up. You're Mr. Dynamite. Everybody loves you. Mr. Dynamite. Come on. I, I'm more excited about my softball play on Monday nights than my fantasy teams right now. <laughs> yeah, that defense was outstanding. It really was a lot of fun. Deary's killing it out there. So at least in real life, you're a lot more <laughs> useful than in fantasy. I mean, you should take positive uh, feelings out of that and be grateful for who you are right now as a human being. Good boy. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. But the season's never over. It's still June 24th. So, so nobody panic yet. So we got July. 
We got August. We got September. We got three months. Unless you play in head-to-head when your playoffs start. Maybe early September. You got less than that. But if you're playing Roto, you still got three months of glorious baseball to make a run. Oh, here, here's another catch maybe of the week is uh, Isak Paredes. Did uh, the Rays uh, yeah. pull on the Tigers? <laughs> yeah. How about that, huh? Tigers are playing. Two nights. Isak Paredes having a big week. Uh, he was... I was watching the Rays game when he hit three home runs that night, right? Yeah. yeah. He had Amazing. four in two days. Yeah, so he had three home runs in that game. That was the Nestor Cortez start for the Yankees. Yankees raised, and I was watching the Yankees broadcast. Now, the Yankees have brought in, they didn't tell me who it was exactly, but I know that Cameron Maben has been working for them now in the broadcast mm-hmm. booth. Yeah. And has Curtis Granderson been working for the Yankees too, or is he working for somebody else? Because I had heard that. I don't know who the guy was, who was the analyst, because there's the loudmouth Michael K, who I can't stand. And people probably say that about me. So, hey, shit, that's fine. What's well, all's fair in broadcasting. But Michael K and his partner, his partner, whoever it was, I think it might have been Kevin Maben, was talking about how at one time, Isak Paredes was the number one hitter prospect in the Tigers' mindset based on what, mm-hmm. what they believed in him very, very much. So, a fun little nugget. Yeah, I don't know. What is Granderson doing right now? Well, maybe like he, he guessed like, it. I think, he, yeah, I think that's what kind of what he's doing is he's just kind of rotating around and guesting. I know a lot of people in Detroit want him to. Uh, oh man, to work to work with Dickerson because I mean, obviously, I would love that. Uh, Jim Price is about out out the door now. Um, you know, he's put in an amazing career as a uh, analyst here with Dickerson. Nice and area. Dickerson's, Dickerson's one of the best in the game. Uh, it'd be interesting to see who. Oh hell yeah! Him. I would love to see Granison be. A guy here for the next 40 years. Not even kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, be great. Because we love Granderson here. We always love Granderson. And the fact that he got traded sucked. But, I mean, he was just a great fielder. And he was a really, really... He still is a great human being. He's a truly, truly inspirational and positive dude. So, shout out to you, buddy. Good job, Curtis Granderson, for being the dude that you are. Woohoo! Okay. Uh, I'm going to stop there. All right. Uh, uh, I want to do a lot of other stuff, but I want Deary and I to get to the value zone. He's got to go. So we're going to skip, unfortunately, the weekly Glarf update. Deary's still doing good. So good job. Uh, the Plaza Podcast Invitational still being dominated by Brock this monster. <laughs> Shout out to Brock. Uh, Ty France is bye bye bye. Would probably be, Ty France would be a part of it, but he's not going anywhere. It's going to be okay. Return to the Mac. There's a bunch of players returning, and I wish. I could share that with you right now, but I'm just going to have to share it in a tweet. I'll share it in a tweet. Maybe I'll share it on the Patreon or at the very least of the Discord, which is free. The Discord, which has over 135 members now. Thank you, everybody. It's so wonderful to get the positive feedback we're getting on the Discord. And I post a lot of legit stuff in there. If you can't afford the Patreon, the Discord is still there for you. So give it a shot. So let's uh, let's fast forward ahead, Jerry. Let's roll a few commercials, and then uh, we'll get into the value zone. Is that how the show works? Yeah, that works. Okay, good. We'll be right back after this commercial break. And we're back. Okay, how about this? <laughs> oh, we got a shitload of comments here. Chad, uh, <laughs> Twitch Chad. Well, we got to call Chad. So he, since you're our Twitch ambassador, Chad, we got to call you Chad Twitch, Twitch Chad, Chadwitch. How about Chadwitch of Twitch? Sounds like classy. Woodruff expected, yeah, Twitch. Can I get a sandwich on Twitch? Eating a sandwich while watching Twitch. 
That's definitely been done before. Woodruff expected back Tuesday, which makes him a two-start guy. Give me two, Utah. Utah. Give me two. That would force you to run him out there no matter what. Well, I'm not so sure of that. I mean, he's a great pitcher. Is he healthy? There was a moment here where we were looking at a, I thought it was a serious possible thoracic outlet syndrome situation, but that's no longer the case. It's all good? No? Maybe? Okay. <laughs> Here he is, I'm saying on the matter. I don't have to say anything. I don't understand why all 29 opposing GMs don't have the Rays GM phone number blocked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <That's> a- <laughs> They're going to rip you off. Wow, dude. That's a good one, Joe. I like that. That's funny. Carlos Beltran. Why are we, uh, Carlos Beltran? Manager? Oh, maybe he was, the one, he was the one in the booth. Oh, is it? Is he doing Yankees games or Mets games? Boy, I didn't know that. Wow, okay. Shit. Uh, Joe says, is Brock this monster in your league? Then yes, he's dominating it. He is at the top of the Palazzo Podcast Invitational standings. There's no doubt about that. Shout out to him. He's amazing. Brock, you're the man, dude. Keep rocking and rolling. Doing your thing all night long. Jasper says, Baz should have been spaz. Sorry about that. (laughs) That's funny. Grandy man is all class. You goddamn right he is. Everyone loves the Grandy Man, right, dearie? I mean, we already covered that. If you don't know how wonderful of a human being Curtis Granderson is, then you haven't been paying attention. That's just... I, 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 can't, I can't say anything else about it. I love that dude so much. So, all right, we're getting into the value zone here. Now, if you're not familiar with the Rasball Player Raider, you really should get familiar with it. It's really simple. You just Google Rasball Player Raider, and you can go right to it. In fact, I'll do you one better... In this chat, I will drop in the link to the Razzball Player Raider to help you guys out. Bada bing, bada boom. There it is. And then you can follow along. You can look at it with us while we're talking about players outside the top 100 of the Razzball Player Raider. And this is when we get into the value zone, Deary. That's right. Deary, by the way, did you see Top Gun 2? I haven't gone to the movie theater in quite some time. I would like to see it. Um, I re-watched, <laughs> yeah, you and I both. I rewatched the original Top Gun a couple weeks ago. Very good. Oh, I'll be honest. Like, the action scenes are great when they're up in the budget. Awesome. The rest of the movie. Yep. Here it is. Right into the value zone. Right into the value zone. Yeah, get that value zone. That's an oldie but a goodie. Bring that one back. All right. So. <laughs> Yeah, Top Gun 2, I haven't seen it either. Me and Deary, we don't have as much interest in Top Gun like some other passionate people do. It's not really our thing. And no offense to you. If you love it, live it up, baby. Do your thing. All right, so we're in the value zone, Deary. I'm looking at players outside of the top 100 on the Razzball Player Raider. Remember, this is very important. It's not your Yahoo rankings. It's not your CBS rankings. Whoever's rankings you follow. Two L's, two Z's from Jasper. Utah. There it is. Give me two. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh, and Jeff wants to know real quick. You guys doing a podcast football league? Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I mean. Football. Football. <laughs> don't get upset, dearie. Uh, I mean, I'm, okay. I'll, Jeff, I'll think about that. We'll talk, let's talk about that in the Discord. We'll table that conversation for now. Remember, the Discord is free. Uh, my first player outside the top 100 by the Razzball Player Raider is Jesse Winker. He's on the move, though. He's definitely going to move into the top 100. The heater has begun. Jesse Winker, people are going to tell you, well, it was just the Oakland Athletics, so he had a good series. Now, 
It's more than that. This guy is a good hitter, an elite hitter, really. And last year, he put on one of the best streaks of any player last season. He killed it. He crushed it last year. And he's heating up. So I think you should try to acquire Jesse Winker sooner than later. It might even be too late now because the person who has him is going to be like, eh, I don't want to give up what he's doing now. Since June 1st, he's got four home runs, 11 RBIs. That's nice. And he is... Striking out at a 24% clip, which is not god-awful. It's not great. But he's got a 22% walk rate and a 400 OBP. And that slugging is 443 with a 154 WRC+. That's the key there. That's since June 1st. 154 WRC+, is basically almost elite. Like 170 would be ultimate elite. 154 is really, really, really good. Remember, 100 is average with WRC+. So he's on the move. And it's only going to get better, dearie. Jesse Winker is a guy that I think everybody should try to trade for now, like today, before he goes off even more. And the people who have them on their roster will say, well, why the hell would I trade Winker now? He's on a tear. He had two home runs in three games against Oakland. And now he's got the Angels on the road this weekend. And then he comes home to Baltimore. So I like the upcoming schedule. This is a chance to get right with Winker. Uh, that's my guy. Deary, who you got? Give me somebody outside the Raswell Player Raider Top 100 that we should be looking to get in the value zone. Um, how about a deep cut here? How about Anthony Benintendi? I talk about him all the time. His his walks are up. K's are down. He's a high Babbitt guy. Sprint speed is on par. He's only got one steal, but I think he's a guy who can get five to seven more. He's betting 295. Ooh. The problem is he's playing in Kansas City, so the Royals' offense is a mess. It's the fourth worst offense in the league. He's on a one-year contract, so he seems like a guy who could be flipped at some point during this trade deadline. Look at teams like the Braves, the Brewers, and the Red Sox who could use some out outfield help. Um, so I think if he gets moved to a contender, he's going to you know have a good opportunity here. Best OBP of his career. He's still only 28 years old. Launch angle is a little bit of a concern, but he's a guy who can give you 20-plus home run power. I think Anthony Benintendi is a guy who you could really get on the cheap right now, and I have him in my value zone. All right. Booyah. Britton Allen says, Jerkson Profar is number 59, representing Caraco. Caracas. Damn right Curious. he is. Curious Dude. Out. Is it Curacao? What those Caracas? Oh, it's Curacao. You know oh, this. Curacao. I thought Curacao was the blue liquor that makes your lips blue. <laughs> That's Caraco. Oh, see? Oh, my God. Wow, dude. I have so much to learn. You know, I'm trying to change, but sometimes it's tough to change when you, you don't teach an old dog new trick. And you want me to change? Fuck you. Yeah, not going to happen. Uh, by the way, that's Britton Allen. Britton, we love you. Britton, that was a guy I was talking about earlier on the show. Make sure you guys are all following Britton Allen and his show. Three is a magic number. <laughs> Shout out to Britton, my man. Jasper says, hi, Britton. Hi, Britton. All right, my next guy in... The value zone. I'm going with Andrew Vaughn. Now, Andrew Vaughn is on the move. Again, this is a guy who's going to put it all together. He's got the pedigree. He's got the talent. So everybody already knew that. He's had some injuries. and He's also been jerked around by Tony La Russa like a madman, a cruel old bad man that Tony La Russa is. Sad bastard that he is. Uh, man, what a bummer. But. Vaughn is going to get it right, and he's starting to make some moves. And I think the White Sox, if they want to be the best version of themselves, they're going to need Andrew Vaughn. They really are. So 
I would say make a move now for Vaughn before the heater really takes off. You know, earlier this week, he went four for four, and I was like, oh, that's exciting. He's on the move. He might be heating up. Good things are coming our way with Andrew Vaughn. And he's just a guy that I think you can trust with the bat. I really think the floor there is really, really solid. So, like I said, went four for four with the home run. That was his first home run of June. He's only hit seven home runs this year. That's not wonderful, but that also means there's more power in that bat. But did you also know he has a 330 average this season, Deary? Would that surprise you? Yeah, they've been jerking him around too much because it's fucking LaRusso just uh, doing LaRusso stuff. I mean, everyone we know that are White Sox fans is just, they're done with this old man. Jasper knows what we're talking about. So go ahead. Put on some old sad bastard music. See if I care. Right? Oh, look, you guys are having your own conversation in here. Uh, Jeff says that <laughs> Vaughn is a Cal Bear. I didn't know Andrew Vaughn was a Cal Bear. Classic. The Cal Band. Remember that? The Stanford Band comes on the field and the Bears have won. The Bears have won. But yeah, Andrew Vaughn is hitting for average and the power will come. You just got to take my word for it on this one. I know a good player when I see one. He's 24 years old. He just turned 24. He's got a bright future in Dynasty. He's a big time buy as well. But beyond that, he's walking which I really appreciate too. It's just so much here that you can say, wow, I want this guy on my team right now because I need a player like Andrew Vaughn on my squad. He does everything you need him to do. And it's just a matter of the the walks picking up a little bit more. Six and a half walk percentage for the season isn't mind blowing. And I understand that, but his slugging percentage, it's right around 500. And again, my favorite stats for overall seasons, by the way, WRC plus and shorter spans. I don't like to use it as much because I don't think it's as accurate and representative because you want to get more production and totals in WRC plus. But Andrew Vaughn's WRC plus one, five, two, baby again, That's just cool. like Winker. So Amazing. get your ass moving on Andrew Vaughn folks before it's too late. Deary, who's next? Yeah. You want power? I got power for you. How about Hunter Renfro? So Hunter Renfro is still on pace for 30-plus home runs. His barrel, launch, and hard hit rate is right on par with what he was doing last year when he just had a monster season with the Red Sox. He's had a slow June here, but he did have homers in three straight games last week. That's fifth in the Brewers lineup, and we know the Brewers can mash when everybody is healthy. Problem here is he's betting 204 on the road and then 300 at home. That's a massive disparity here. Got to believe he's going to turn it around a little bit. Got to go back to last year when he had a huge August with – ton of home runs in the second half slow mm-hmm. june like i said but we're got to believe that more rbis and more home runs are coming i would not be surprised at the end end of, end of the season he's got 35 home runs and 85 plus rbis Ooh. should we believe in what you're telling us deary is this the real deal you should because this is a guy that i generally dislike what's his name again hunter renfro ew oh man I, I, nothing but power with Hunter usually, but I'm actually going to give you credit. I think that's a smart call because the Brewers need his bat to close out this division this year, which is a tight race. The Cardinals are in the mix with them, neck and neck, and they just had a good series, by the way, Brewers-Cards. That was a fun one to watch, and uh, I always want the Brewers to beat the Cards, don't we, dear? We always want the Cardinals to lose in the end, right? Correct. Yes, we, we will always okay. uh, champion the Brewers-Cardinals boot. That's what I thought. Just want to make sure. No offense to you Cardinals fans. Just we Tigers people have had a lot of pain with the Cardinals in our life, and we don't appreciate what they've done to us. Uh, all right. Uh, so we almost got to wrap up the show here. We're almost done. I'll give you one more. I, okay, now this one's deep too. I went way back. Back, 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 back
Is that annoying or did you enjoy that as a kid? Uh, no, it's annoying. I was thinking about, all right, now this is crazy. How about Trent Grisham? Now, Trent Grisham is way down the player radar. Last I checked, he was in the 360s. <laughs> he's like, okay. he's 366 on the Razzball player radar. So I'm going deep here, but he's been playing all right in June. He's barely over average with a 108 WRC plus since June 1st. And a 326 OBP, a 10% walk rate. That's solid. I'll take that. And the Ks are down to 21%. That's good news. I'll take that as well. Three home runs, couple steals. Uh, he scored 18 runs this month. That's big. Remember, he's in a Padres offense, and he's still playing every day. So they're letting him work it out. And he's been creeping up back into the leadoff spot recently, dearie. That's really good news, too. So I think this is a great time. If Trent Grisham is free, and depending how deep and big your league is, go get him. Oh, hey, thanks. You like the Megatron jersey, Jason? Yeah, look at that. People hated the black jerseys back in the day, but I always liked this one. I thought it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, okay, cool. But Hate the team. Trent Grisham. Teams. Yeah, well, hey, the Lions are... Uh, we're giving Brad Holmes a shot, all right? He deserves it. But the bottom line is, Trent Grisham, I think, is in the value zone right now, and he's so dismissed right now. This is a great time. If he has a solid July, too, you're going to be grateful that you wouldn't got Grisham now. Now. All right, Jerry, give me one more. You know, this one is just so damn frustrating because I was hoping that he would, you know, bounce back this year. We have not seen the power again, but I was looking a little deeper, and there, there seems to be that I found a few things that could attribute to a possible bounce back here, and it's Alex Bregman. So – Alex Bregman, just the power is gone. It's just completely gone. He, he has the worst home run fly ball rate of his career. He's going oppo taco way too much. When it, there's no tacos, basically. It's just a nacho falling apart because he's not putting it out of, <laughs> out of the park. But looking deeper into this, so this guy's a career 300 hitter against lefties. You know what he's batting this year against lefties? T take a stab at it, Mike. Let's say he's, he's hitting uh, 147. Hitting 159. Oh wow! Okay, well. it's it's just an it's ridiculous. Now he also has the highest launch angle of his career right now, but his hard hit rate is way down. I need to see it closer to like forty percent. Um, remember when Alex Bregman stole bases? Like that doesn't happen anymore. Any, oh anymore. yeah, now, I understand. You know, there's reasoning. There's you know injury concerns over the last few years. He also has the worst BABIP of his career. But this is also a guy who has a ninety percent Z contact. So anything in the zone, he hits. Like, I just, this guy's a talented player. I just don't understand why it's just not coming together and he's not getting these counting stats that I believe he can get. Now, is he going to be a guy that hits 35 home runs again? Probably not. But I felt like he was a guy who could bet 280, have 90 RBIs, close to 25, 35 home runs, and it's just, or 25, 30 home runs. It's just not happening. But there's no reason that he should be batting 159 against the lefties. I feel like something has got to turn around here. He may not be the superstar that he was a few years ago when he was an MVP candidate. But I feel like it can't get any worse than it is right now. The guy's talented. I think I have him in the value zone. I think you can get him on the cheap right now, too. Where'd you go, Alex Bregman? Where'd you go? We miss you. We miss you very much. That's a good call, Jerry. Uh, I got to... I want to go back because you did say you were going to possibly talk about Michael Harris, who was brought up earlier in the show as a possible 12 team points keeper league target. Can you uh, expand on that? 
Well, what I was going to elaborate on is my prediction is that Ben Intendi gets traded over to the Braves and then Harris loses his spot. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, remember, Anthopolis made a shitload of deals last year, which was really the key to them winning the World Series with Soler and Rosario. So that's an interesting call, but they have gotten off to a much better start. In fact, did you know they're 18 and three in June? Yeah, they've been on fire. They have been That's on incredible. Fire. They, they have closed the gap on the Mets. I think they're only like three or four out now. Oh, man, it's badass. Yeah, it's amazing how good the Mets have been, too, that the Braves are 18 and three in June and they're still four games back. Nacho's falling apart. I'm dead. Do we know what that means? Yeah. No more Apo Taco to, for Bregman to right field. He's, he's like Nacho's <laughs> just falling apart. Oh, it's so sad. Okay, well, there it is. Uh, we're out of time. Deary's got to go. He's got shit to do. But we gave you a good hour. We try to do our best here for you on the Palazzo Podcast. Don't fret. If you want more of us when we're not available, you can go to the Discord, which is totally free. The Discord is completely free to you. And we've got guys like Benjamin Chase from the Palazzo Podcast Prospects Power Half Hour. He's an official member now of that show. And the dude just knows so much about this shit. It's incredible. So if you want prospect talk, dynasty talk, you want to do trade reviews, we got 55 fucking channels in this place. Everything you can think of, we do. So when we're not around, it's okay. Don't worry about it. So make sure you follow Deary. Make sure you follow me. Deary's got to go. He had to go back to work. So I'll close out the show here. Please follow Christopher Deary, Deary 1999 on Twitter. Follow me at MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R. Hey, great job, guys. Thanks, Darren. I appreciate that. Did you know? A Harris is playing like a veteran. His offense is A+. plus. Bubba, I agree. I think Deary's... I like that Deary is thinking ahead because the Braves certainly will probably make some veteran moves to make another title run, so I like where his head's at. But I also agree that Michael Harris might be tough to take out of the lineup. He'll have to go on a cold streak. Great jobs, Darren. Good to see you, my man. You're up in here. Excellent podcast. Thanks, gents. Have a great weekend. Bubba, you're the man. Always great seeing you in the Discord. Jasper's on the Patreon now. Yeah, that means we're up to 20 patrons. Thanks to Jeff and Jasper. Yeah! I love it. I fucking love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, all of you. Man, it feels good. I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. I seriously am. It feels great, man. We're trying to operate outside the system and do our own thing here where we can do what we want, say what we want, Still be cool and reasonable and respectful, but have fun and not have to be so conformist, but still make money and win. That's the key. So, man, I'm just so happy. Jason says, how long has it been since Ben Attendee played center? Harris is awesome in center. That's a fair point. Ben Attendee was a gold glove winner in left field last year, though. Gives me the feeling that he could at least play center, but, you know, Duvall has also been a good center fielder, so who knows? Who knows what the Braves will do there? I don't necessarily agree with Deary on this Benintendi trade, but I like where his head's at. So, did you know, coming back with another show in about an hour and 15 minutes from this, since we're live right now, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be on with Robbie Baseball from the Dingers podcast. We're going to do a Palazzo Pals episode. Me and Robbie Baseball, one-on-one, doing things like uh, 11 things. I still... Struggling with the title. This one goes to 11, 11 things. I don't know. Try to be clever, but make it interesting and not just be like, oh, here are our 10 questions. I don't know. I want to try to be more creative. Isn't that what we're all trying to do? So we'll be back on at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Until then, we got the Discord rolling 24-7. Like I said, that Patreon, we got two new patrons. 
I gotta, I gotta work even harder now. I mean, did you know that if we get to a hundred patrons, I will do whatever the hundred patrons want me to do. If that means I have to run down the street naked live on Twitter for 10 minutes, then I will do that. If it means I have to eat something that would be really gross, but wouldn't kill me, then I guess I'll have to do that. Whatever you guys could come up with, if we get to a hundred patrons, no matter what type of patrons they are, the cheapest level, the most expensive level, I'm going to do whatever you guys want me to. And that is in stone on the Patreon. So go check it out for yourself. Okay, I'm done blabbing about everything. Make sure that you guys... Oh, <laughs> oh Jasper, you're so kind. Is there a $25 one? Jasper, wow. Jasper, you, you make me uh, warm my heart. Uh, I, only, I didn't want to overly press people. I did create a temporary Hall of Fame level that was $25, but... I pulled it because I thought it was too elitist. So the, the most expensive tier is 15 bucks. And that's, I mean, shit. If you want me to make a $25 one, I guess I could reinstate it. But I'm happy with 15 a month. It's incredible, Jasper. And Darren says, I just signed up for your Patreon as well. Well-deserved. Hey, all right, man. Thank you, guys. Three patrons in one show. I'm going to shit in my pants. Wow. I'm definitely not listening to any sad bastard music tonight. So go ahead. Put on some old sad bastard music. See if I care. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to have a great time. All right. Well, it's time to get Russell Crowe. By the way, we do have a Russell Crowe channel in the Discord. The Discord is totally free, but also you patrons, I'm going to have to get all of your Discord handles because now you're going to get exclusive access to the Patreon Discord channels, which are private and secret. And we do fantasy AMAs in there in like audio style, like Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces. You can ask me anything. I'm at your disposal. If you sign up for the top level, you also get my phone number. You get direct access to me. That's how committed I am to the Patreon. I'm not kidding. I'm serious. I've tried all the jobs in the world, and this is the one I think I'm the best at and the one I enjoy the most. So I'm trying to make a go of it. I'm not going to lie about it. But if you think I'm worthy, that means a lot. And I'm going to take that to heart and appreciate it. And you guys have just made my Friday right now with three new patrons today. Thank you so much, Darren. Jeff, and of course, Jasper. You guys make me feel good right now. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry on, uh, I'm gonna cry on screen. Uh, I'm not going to cry on screen, but I would right now if I, I... I do feel that powerful right now. This is fantastic. Thanks, guys. All right, let's turn it over to Russell Crowe, who has his very own channel on the Plaza Podcast Patreon and Discord, which you can find, two L's, two Z's. You talk. Pinned at the top too. of the Plaza Podcast Twitter handle. Thank you so much, everybody. Take it away, Russell. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, Surprise is on our side. 